The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Story goes like this. There's a, there's a fellow who lives in Bnei Brak, and he called up his brother. His brother was a very well-known person, Rabbi Said, I think was his name. I think he gives lectures in Eretz Yisrael, a big, big lecture. And he says, I'm inviting you, Rabbi, the rabbi, his brother-in-law, I'm inviting you for Chalamite Sukkot to my house for Suda Sadah. Okay, very nice, but Suda Sadah, Suda to say thank you to God, who was sick. I don't know, I know your family, you're my brother-in-law. I, you know, nobody was sick, I don't know. Why are we making Suda Sadah? He says, come to the Sukkah, I'll tell you. Come to the Sukkah, other people around, person starts talking, he says, I, now let me tell you why you're here and why we're making a Suda Sadah. Before Yontif, I'm driving in B'nai Brak, he lived in B'nai Brak, I see a sign, meat, super sale on meat. Looks at the, he sees a sign, says, you know what, let me go in there. It was unbelievably cheap. It was, it was like a sale, you wouldn't believe. He bought 16 boxes of meat, and he brings it home all excited. Honey, I bought 16 boxes, we're set up for months, we're, we're great. That, wonderful, honey, I'm, I'm very happy you got the boxes of meat, there's one problem. You know, we don't have a freezer, we don't have a freezer space, so what are we going to store this meat? Good point. Should have thought of that, but I didn't. That's why husbands do that sometimes. And so he's thinking, what can I do with these 16 boxes of meat? Where am I going to put it? So sure enough, he has a friend who works in yeshiva. He's like a gizbar, like a treasurer or secretary in yeshiva. He runs the place. He says, I have this box of meat. And, you know, negotiating finally, he's okay. It was Ben Azmanim anyway. There was all the guys that left the yeshiva to find. He goes, puts the meat there. Everything's great. Chalam Oitzukas, he's driving on the street now. And he sees one of his students, the fellow was also maybe a rabbi, gave Shurim, he's a student. The student waves to him, hi, rabbi, how are you doing, Rebbe? Mazel tov, mazel tov. he was all shining, he says, what's mazel tov? I'm a chosin. Oh, you're a chosin. he stops the car, gets out of the car, gives him a big hug. 38, this fellow was 38 years old, and he finally became a chosin. Baruch Hashem, tell your father, when, when you see him, mazel tov, your father's a tzaddik, I know how much he prayed, that you should get married, now you're a chosin, Baruch Hashem, mazel tov, it's great. So the the chassan says, why should I tell my father? You call my father. Why should I tell him? You call my father. Okay, and he said goodbye. He says, you know what? I'm going to do one better. I'm not going to call your father. He's, he left already, but he's thinking to himself, I'm not going to call his father. I'm going to go to his father. I'm going to drive to Chadera from B'nai Brak. I'm going to go to, and I just, just to give him a 15-minute drive, just to give him Mazel Tov. And that's what he did. He knew him for, for many years, and it's a big simcha. And he said, you know what? I'm doing it. He drove to Chadera, knocked at the door. Yanko, great to see you, whatever. They hug each other. Yes, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov is fantastic. I know the Jinkel Chaim. And he says, the, the father of the Chosin says to, to this rabbi, I'm so happy you came. You really made my day. And I'm looking forward to dancing with you at the Chasana. And we're going to stop the band for one, of the, for one song. And me and you are going to sing a song together. When the band stops, the DJ, DJ stops. And he'll let the two of them, he'll let the two of them sing a song together. Um, fantastic. He goes home. He's on his way home. He's back in B'nai Brak. He's, oh my gosh, my wife told me I have to bring up, to, I have to get two shoulders and a few chickens out of the freezer. Big order, Simchas is coming up in a few days. We got to get ready. He goes into the freezer. He goes into the freezer. He's looking for the shoulder. The door closes and it locks. The door of the freezer locks. And it's Ben Azmanim. There's one person in that in that building, and it's that fellow who gave him permission. Runs to his phone, and it's cold. It's zero degrees Fahrenheit, uh, Celsius, whatever, which is quite cold. And he knows I'm not I'm not lasting here very long. 
He puts it, he gets his phone, no power, no, no, no service. He had power, but no service. Didn't go, and the freezer didn't go. And time is going 20 minutes. He's getting very cold. It's getting to the point where he starts talking to Kodesh Baruch Hu. He says, Kodesh Baruch Hu, you're the only one who can get me out of here. Ain old Movado, ain't old Movado, ain't old Movado. And he, that's all he can do. He just turned that Kodesh Baruch Hu as his energy is waning, as his body is literally freezing, as he feels he's semi-conscious at this point, he's almost about to go unconscious, and he does not know what to do. The door is locked. He cannot open that freezer door. All of a sudden, he says, he says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I just came from this person, Chadera. I just made his day. I just really, really did something special for him, and he told me, we're going to dance together. We're going to sing together at the Hasanah. Please, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, fulfill that man's wishes. Fulfill, give me that schus, give me that opportunity to do, to do that mitzvah, to be dancing at his Hasanah, to be singing with him at his son's wedding. When he finished talking, the phone went on, and he got power. You know, so when you get power back, the phone does. Trying. He immediately called this fellow who picks the phone up, and he says, I can't talk to you. No, no, no. He's literally about to hang up. He says, no, 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 I'm, I'm in the freezer, save me, I save me, I'm locked into the freezer. Guy comes down, opens up the freezer, puts blankets over him, and Baruch Hashem, he saves his life. Listen, and, he's, and this is why I'm making this Surah Sadal. Literally, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took me in the grips of death, he saved my life. But he added another point. He says, the, this Gizber, this secretary who was in charge of, this, of the yeshiva, said, I just want you to know something. On Chalamoid, I don't have my phone. I don't use my phone. My phone's off on Chalamite. That's why when I picked it up, when you called, I said, I cannot talk to you. The only reason why that f- my phone was on because my wife had asked me for a contact number. And just as she asked me for the contact number and I went, I put my phone on to look up the number, that's the second that you called. Literally, that second that Akash Baruch who gave him the phone with, re- with reception is a time that he picked, he, just that second you pick up and I answered you, I don't talk. And you just, but I, you got, you got that word freezer in that saved my life. And he's convinced, and that's what he said at the, in the sukkah, during the suit, he said, I am absolutely convinced. I went to Chadera and I built, built up that, that man. I gave him a little extra joy is, is why I'm alive. So we have these opportunities, Rabbi Isai, we should never be in such dramatic situations, but the schus that we have, by like building people up and giving them a sense of excitement and appreciation about life is tremendous. We can take life we also can give life. We can capitalize on Elul this way and really enhance our relationships with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and with Klai Yisrael. to a beautiful Elul and a good Gebet Shor. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. StoriesToInspire.org.